Hello everybody, it's Sam Zicklin and David Redden with the fourth of our previews of the NFL season, which is starting not too far away in September. Well, this week we're doing the AFC West and the NFC West. Fresh from watching Milwaukee's 4-2 win over Phoenix in the NBA Finals, the great man is here, Sam Zicklin. Hello, Sam. Uh, g'day, David. It's great to be with you again yeah. for our fourth preview podcast. But you're very, you're very much on the money there. The... Um... It was all about the NBA yesterday, and, and obviously their season their season's finished off now. What a wonderful result uh, for Giannis Antetokounmpo and the uh, and the Milwaukee Bucks and Chris Middleton getting over the Suns. What a performance by the Greek Freak! Fifty points in a closeout game, uh, unbelievable. He's really arrived now, and I know he's won a couple of MVPs, but he's unbelievable. And um, I mean, I feel for Chris Paul. I feel for Chris Paul yep. uh, at the moment, obviously going down. Uh, after you know, getting the first two games and feeling like he might win his first title, but credit to Milwaukee, fifty years between um, between drinks, and yeah, great to see the the uh, the crowd out there at Milwaukee just soaking it up. Do you know who was playing center for Milwaukee the last time they won? Uh, no, the original Ferdinand Lou Alcindor, who had become Kareem Abdul-Jabbar by then. And then after after they'd won, he eventually left Milwaukee for what he called um, cultural uh, issues. He wanted to go to a, a city with more people who are of Muslim faith. And of course, at that time, there are a huge amount of Iranian immigrants, one of whom was actually Mike Agassi, who ended up, who was Andre Agassi's father, who's an Iranian Olympian. But uh, Kareem, as he had become, then got to Los Angeles. But Kareem, uh, Lou Alcindor, Kareem, slash Kareem, were playing for, was playing for Milwaukee the last time they won, which is quite extraordinary. Well, that's uh, that's some good company then. It is. Big Giannis. It is indeed. Uh, it was a yeah, really, really solid performance. And um, Giannis was getting <laughs> pretty lively in his um, post-game um, awards presentation, but it was, uh, it was really good to see. Was indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to talk the Western divisions in the NFC in the NFL. First of first of which we're going to do, and I actually think it's the, of the two divisions, it's perhaps the least of the two interesting. It's still got a lot of interest. Of course, last year Kansas City were the best team in football in the home and away season. They finished fourteen and two. Everybody else got eliminated. The Raiders eight and eight in their first season at that magnificent Death Star, the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The Los Angeles Chargers, who for mine have a lot of promise, and Sam will talk about his man in a minute. And perhaps the most disappointing side, and a side that I can't see making the finals again, the Denver Broncos, finishing at 5-11. and 11. Sam, I don't think there's much doubt that Kansas City will go very, very well and perhaps finish at the top of the AFC, yet alone the West. What do you think of this division, and do you think the Chargers and the Raiders can get into the playoffs? Sam Zickman. Look, this is Kansas City's division, obviously. Yep. I mean, we both we both certainly think that's the case. They've got so much talent. I actually, I don't see. I mean, we're preempting where we'll go with this team. I don't see uh, a wild card team okay. in this division. I, I think there's a possibility for the Chargers, and Justin <coughs> Herbert is a wild card MVP for me for this upcoming season. So, I'll put a cave in on that. I think the I think the Chargers can go close. To getting a wild card, and I have them around about the ten win mark. But this division is just going to be owned by Patrick Mahomes for the decade, and that'll continue again in the upcoming season. Just on that, we've now gone through four separate conferences, or we've all have been through shortly. Are you thinking something along these six might be your first choice of six: Buffalo, Baltimore, Cleveland, Tennessee, Kansas City, 
plus one other, possibly the Patriots or the Dolphins. Are you thinking along those lines with the Chargers and the Raiders and perhaps the Colts putting pressure on? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's spot on. I think the Colts and the Chargers I really like. Um, they're, they're certainly up there along with Miami. Patriots, because of Bill Belichick, they're roundabout. Uh, I think it'll come down to the Colts, the Dolphins or the Chargers. Very good. Okay. Now, the Raiders can actually score. They scored 434 points last year, which was very good. If you look across the NFL, that's actually a pretty good uh, performance. Their defense was porous. They were minus 44 on the year and got pogoed for it in the press. And John Gruden, who has built built success on defense, must be tearing his hair out. And he's getting towards halfway through his contract with the Raiders. The Raiders, if they are going to be successful, they finally get fans back at that unbelievable place. And if I ever go back to America, that is one joint I am going to. My missus can go and gamble. I'm going to Allegiant. You can come with me. We can go to the footy. Um, The Raiders have got to get their defence right. They drafted a really interesting bloke. They got pogo for drafting this particular fellow. Um, Most people didn't think he was a first-round draft pick. Can the Raiders actually... Can the Raiders take a game off Kansas City, maybe in Vegas? I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I, I think they're going to finish in the vicinity of seven wins, which is not what any Raiders fans want to hear. Uh, John Gruden is the safest man in coaching because of that contract. He's not going anywhere until it's done. Yes. Um, but this might be the season where Derek Carr needs to produce. Otherwise, he could find himself um, out of Las Vegas, and who knows where Aaron Rodgers lands this season, and that might be a potential option. But look, I, I don't think the Raiders have got enough talent, which is it's actually that's a tough assessment because they do have talent, David. I just I, I agree. I think they're they're porous on defense. Um, it's on one side of the ball, Sam. Yeah, that's but, right. Because they've got they've got Josh Jacobs, who's a star. Henry Ruggs is solid. John Brown's the quickest man on the football field, probably outside Tyreek. Um, Evans, they've got um, a guy by the name of Darren Waller, who's just an absolute star. He doesn't get enough media attention, but he, in fantasy football, I take him straight away as a tight end because he just racks up yep. the points. So they've got some really solid players. Um, I'm not so down on Gruden like everyone else is. I don't mind him, maybe because he's a good entertainer and I like him when he's on Monday Night Football. Um, I see them getting to seven wins, in part because they play the NF- NFC East. Um, which will be improved, but there'll be some opportunities for them to get some wins there. But I can't see them getting to the playoffs, and I think it'll be another tough year. You've only got them 7 and 10. Gee, that's interesting. The guy I'm talking about is a guy from Alabama called Alex Leatherwood, who went, I think, 17 or 18 in the draft when I just checked. And he was one of the few draft picks that people that got panned in when you look through the reviews of who's done well. That was one that got panned. Look, I, I think that the Chargers might make a step. I think that they'll go above the Raiders. I think that they've got enough. Um, they've settled themselves down. They've now got a world-class home stadium. They're settled in Los Angeles. They've got a very, very good quarterback, good people around him, and I think they can push. No one's going to knock off Kansas City, not off the top of, the, of that division. I struggle to see anyone qualifying from this division other than Kansas City. I... I actually think that it could very well be that Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland all qualify from the same division again. Um, it's possible anyway. But no, I'll look, I... Sorry? Some interesting caveats on this division, obviously. Yes. Um, Denver and what happens at quarterback. That it, it is up in the air. And, you know, at this stage, they've got 
um, you know, a quarterback situation of Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. So Drew Locke would be high on the depth. He'd be first on the depth chart. Um, I just, it feels to me like the Broncos thought they had Rodgers because they passed up on Justin Fields in the draft. I've got no doubts. If you read, there's you and I read ESPN and a few other sources, but there's some people at ESPN who are basically embedded with the AFL, with the NFL. They're, they're basically NFL employees with an ESPN paycheck. The information they get is never wrong. Adam Schefter's one in particular who has got unbelievable sources. And the way that people were writing, I think the Broncos, I think they thought they were home. I think they thought they had Rogers coming which would have been a massive... And they did the same. They got Peyton Manning and they won a Super Bowl with him. That's oh. right, and they were trying to do it again and it makes sense. But, you know, and, and look, probably a good time to talk about Rodgers. So he got offered a two-year yes, contract extension uh, to make him the highest-paid quarterback, maybe even the highest-paid player in the league, honestly. He knocked it back. Um, and that just shows that this isn't about money. This actually isn't even really about football. It's about the disrespect that he feels like he's been given. Um, Jordan Love was drafted and they never told him about it. They didn't bring him into the conversation. He wasn't happy about it. Um, He hasn't been to training at all. He's saying he's not going to turn up. He's saying he's not going to play. But the Packers are saying they're not going to trade him. So I think they're at a stalemate, David. I don't think he's getting to Denver this year. Um, But also I don't think he's going to play at Green Bay. So he might well sit out. Um. One of the people who's on ESPN regularly is Stephen A. Smith, who's a very well, very well-known um, sporting pundit in America. Don't always agree with him, but he's got some pretty good points. And he said the exact same thing. This all about, talking about Rogers is all about disrespect from the front office. So, look, for both of us, I think we're we're both looking at Kansas City to win the division uh, clearly, and then. Got severe about doubts about the other three. I st- I reckon the Chargers will make the move and get to second. Um, the Raiders worry me. If the Raiders the Raiders need to get themselves into an area where they're giving up about three hundred and forty to three hundred and sixty points in defence, yep. and that's about ten or nine points um, better a game. They can win eleven or twelve games if they get there with the same sort of offence. Just not convinced. Um, again, I think it'll make a massive difference to them playing at Allegiant Stadium because I think their fans are going to be absolute lunatics in that place. I just think it's it's got enormous potential. I'd just love to go and watch football there. I reckon it looks amazing. But uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's an interesting division, despite the fact that you've probably only got one, maybe two teams that are standouts. Um, yeah, I, I come back to LA a lot, um, and, I, and, I, and I ponder on what they've done, and they. They brought in a guy called Corey Lindsley from the Packers, who's going to play centre, yep. which is going to be the protection that Herbert needs. So I like that. Um, obviously, Joey Bose is coming back from injury. I, I mean, I feel like I'm talking myself into a Chargers play, making the playoffs, David. I know that you want the Raiders. I'm thinking Chargers. So I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where this one falls. But Kansas oh. City, they're going to win. They'll win 14 games in a canter. Oh, absolutely, they will. There's no question about that. Um, whilst they've got such a such an awesome weaponry in, in their offensive side with the best player in America right now with them. They're, they're, they could very well be at the top of that division for the best part of a decade. Obviously, salary cap and other things happen and injuries and attrition but and you know other things that happen off the field. But, yeah, look, oh, the reason I would like to see the Raiders go well is they've got such a rabid fan base and they've got an, a really interesting coach who does things. And if you look at his career, he's an interesting guy. But... 
I also think you, your man, and you talked about him a lot last year, Herbert. I think the charges, the charges are going that way, and I'm putting my finger up. I, I, I think they're going to get better. So we're both we're both on Kansas City to win, and then afterwards we're not overly convinced. As an example, the Chargers finished off with four successive wins. They were three and nine last year and ended up seven and nine, and that's probably big. Could have, probably could have won every game too. But they just do Chargers things when games get close, and that, they need to stop doing that. They need to win the close games. And, um, and yeah, by, but they're trending up. They might be a twenty twenty two yep conference finalist, by, by, you know, potentially. But yeah, by the way, if. By the way, if you were playing it as a centre in Green Bay and got offered the end of your career to go and live and play in Southern California, yeah, I think I'd be doing it too. Even though they've got state income tax, I think I'd be heading from Wisconsin to Southern California. Okay, over to what now we're talking a serious division. This is possibly the most talented division in all of football. It really is. I think the two best divisions overall are the NFC West and the AFC North. They're, they're my picks as the two best divisions. This division is phenomenal. Last year, Seattle 12 and 4, Los Angeles 10 and 6, and um, the, they both got through the round. And the Rams won their first weekend wildcard. Then they've got Zona at 8 and 8, and San Francisco 6 and 10. So it's a very competitive division. None of them are Muppets. Um, Seattle had a phenomenal attack last year. The best defense in all of America was the LA Rams. It's probably the Rams who are the most interesting, given what they've done at quarterback. But, Sam, this is a fascinating division. I'm really interested to see what you think. Over to you, Sam Zickman, the NFC West. Yeah, deepest division, I think, in football. Yep. And, and all the teams are getting better and improving and doing the right things. Yes. I mean, we, look, we'll talk about Arizona first, because they're, I think they're going to finish fourth in this division. Um, Jeez, that's a big call. Which is crazy to think. Um, so I've got them around about eight wins. I've got Kyler Murray, who's just a phenomenal quarterback with a crazy good arm. Um, you know, we know he's undersized, and that sometimes limits him when he's trying to hit the middle of the field. He turns the ball over a little bit, but I think they're a really solid team. AJ Green is obviously their, you know, their leading weapon. He's a little bit older, but they've got a lot of talent. They brought in JJ Watt, which we talked about. Yes. They've got Malcolm Butler, who's, you know, the former Patriot. He'll play a corner. Isaiah Simmons is a really solid player. Um, so I like Arizona. In any other division in football, I'd say they're a playoff team. But in this division, I don't think they are. But I do think the other three teams can all make the playoffs, David. I don't know what your thought. Wow, that you're on the Niners as well. I am. Fred Warner, ladies and gentlemen, was speaking. We always have a catch-up before we restart recording. Fred Warner... One of the best linebackers in football has just got a $95 million American five-year deal with the Niners, signed off overnight, uh, $40 million guaranteed. So they've shored up the, basically the second-best linebacker in all of football. Um, that's interesting that you think that the, the Niners are in a position to go above the Cardinals. Can you? T- and then, then I'm going to ask you who you think is going to win the division because I reckon I know who you're going to pick. Um, why do you think the Niners will get above the Cardinals? What, what are the... What are the catalysts for that place? I'm fascinated. So their strength of schedule is really, it's easy. They've got a very, it's something like 28 um, easiest schedule. So that's going to help them. Um, obviously, off a poor year last year. I mean, and you know, strength, strength of schedule can really change depending on how teams play. But I love the draft of Trey Lance. Um, and look, I, I think they can make the playoffs, but I think Trey Lance has got to be their quarterback. I don't think they can do it with Jimmy G. I don't know whether he gets traded. I'm not sure if he's got the value. Um, but I think Kyle Shanahan needs a mobile quarterback who can run the ball and can, can really offer some different looks. Jimmy G doesn't give him that. Um, 
They've still got weapons like George Kittle. Uh, Debo Samuel's a great player. I mean, they've got Nick Bosa, who's on defense. So they're stacked across the board. They've just been waiting for the right quarterback for, for Kyle Shanahan, and I think they've got it um, in Trey Lance. So I'd be, if it's not week one, it's week two or three that he comes in. And, and I think he can take them to 10 to 11 wins, and I think that might be enough to get a wild card. Okay, so would, um, we've got time. I've got the San Francisco 49ers actual website here in front of me on the right. And um, Sam talked about them having the 28th schedule, uh, 28th easiest or the 28th most difficult, however you want to call that. So they start off on the road with a doubleheader, Detroit and Philly away, and four further on the link. Then they're at home to Green Bay and at home to Seattle. So they're week three and four really sort them out. Then they've got Zona, Abai, Indianapolis, Chicago, Zona, the Rams, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston, and Los Angeles. So they are def- they're playing the NFC South, sorry, the AFC South as part of that. Now I see what you mean. Um, if they can come back from their East Coast trip two and zero against Detroit and Philly, and that's on the cards. They're um that they could be well on their way. Week three and four is going to sort them out. Green Bay and then Seattle. So um, look, that's that's actually a, if you were a Niners fan, that's actually a pretty good schedule. You're a spot on there. So you can you could start Jimmy G for those two games. You expect him to get the wins. You let Trey Lance get a look, and then you bring Trey Lance in with a different look. So the teams you put you, those two tough games in week three and four. You throw a new quarterback at them without a look, and I think they'll be they could win one of those, turn three and one, and then anything's possible. Okay. To so, quote Kevin Kevin uh, Garnett, right, Garnett. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say it like that though. Now in his in his beloved skinny jeans, Kevin Garnett, Sam, who's going to win the division? And I'll give I'll give everybody a clue as to my thinking. I think that Sam's go, about to tip that the divisional winner will not be the same divisional winner as it was last year. I reckon he's going to turn it over on its head. Over to you, Sam. All right. So I love Sean McVay. And I, I know love you Matt do. Stafford. And I'm tipping the Rams. They're going to win 12 games. And Get on, Redden. Get on the Anzac Day. I've just tipped that, everybody. So there you go. And I think they're going to turn the tables. I think Seattle are going to win 11 to 12 games. And I think it's going to be really close between the two. But... I didn't love the off-season of Seattle. Um, and I just really, really thought the Rams made some really smart decisions. Any team that's got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, sign me up. They've still got Cooper Cup. They've got Deshaun um, Jackson, Tyler Higby. Um, they lost John Johnson, which does hurt the Rams. Yes. But Stafford and McVay, they're both so smart. Um, it's the Rams, David. It's the Rams for me. What about you? <sighs> I'm looking here at the finishing schedule for the Seattle Seahawks. And because of this, I'm going to tip them. They finish in their last four games. LA at SoFi, then Chicago at home, Detroit at home, and away to Arizona. That is not a difficult schedule to finish. The Rams is. And they've got the Texans a week before them. So I think that their schedule... Helps them a lot as well. When do they play each other for the second time? The second time they played SoFi Stadium on just before Christmas on the 19th of December. So they've got three games after that. Again, they're at, they're at home to Chicago. So they've got in successive weeks, Chicago and Detroit in San Francisco. And then they've got Arizona um, in Phoenix to finish off. 
So they've got, they're, they're getting the black and blue division as part of their game schedule. But to get Chicago and Detroit both at home to finish off up at that barnyard up in Seattle, I reckon that sets them up. So, no, I'm sorry. I They could actually finish tied on wins and losses. Well, I, think it's, I think it's 11 or 12. Yep. 12 potentially each. It's going to be so close. I'm really keen to see this one play. Look, and... and I would have no issues with Seattle winning over over the Rams. I love both, and they're both going to make the playoffs. Uh, it's just who wins the division. And they also get um, they also get Washington there. That might be tough. Good defense um, as part of playing the black and blue. They're away to the Packers at Royal Lambeau as part of it. But they start off Indianapolis, Tennessee, Minnesota. That's probably three wins. Although they're playing Minnesota at US Bank, then the Niners, Seattle. then. Seattle's got an easy, an easier. Yeah. Easy, there's no easy schedules in the NFL, especially with seventeen games. But they get an easier schedule. Yeah. Look, this is a phenomenal division, and it could come down to that. That pivotal game on the nineteenth of December, the Rams in Seattle, is going to be massive for the structure. That I think Seattle will beat Zona to finish, even though that's in Phoenix, and I expect them to take care of business against the Bears and the Lions because I've got not much time for the Lions. The Bears' defense, I do. But I don't know what the defense, the, the the offense is going to be like for the Bears this year with a new quarterback. Um, just going through the NF, NFC, where a, yeah, well the NFC North is a caveat on it as to who plays. Um, we we both think there'll be one winner coming out of the NFC East. I think we're both leaning towards either Dallas or Washington. There, it's possibly the NFC South that there's a couple come from. I don't know about the black and blue division, but I think there's definitely going to be multiple. You could have the NFC West having two, possibly three teams go through. That's how strong it is. I'm not convinced there'll be more than one from the NFC East, and I'm not overly convinced about the NFC North either, to be quite honest with you. No, I think, I think there's probably one out of both of those. And obviously, you know, we're talking expanded playoff structures. So yes. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I think that you're right. There could be three out of some, one out of others. I, I don't think we get two out of the NFC East. I would, fingers crossed, love it, because Dallas will be either one or two, I would think. Um, actually, while we're on Dallas, yes. interesting, David, during the week, it got announced that Dallas will be Hard Knocks team for this season. So um, we're going to get a look at Dallas um, through the preseason, which is fantastic. I love Hard Knocks. It's a great show. I think they produce it really well and... Um, obviously, no one's gone from hard knocks to winning the Super Bowl, so I don't like that uh, that lining up. But I do love the fact that I'll get to see Dak um, in action um, across the preseason on hard knocks. Okay, without notice, let's have a look at the NFC. Let we we think either Dallas or Washington. I, I actually think Dallas with Prescott. I think Dallas might get through. Um, NFC North is a caveat on it for mine. If Rogers plays and he's happy, the Packers will win. If he doesn't, I actually think the Vikings could get through. I think without Drew Brees, the Tampa Bay will win the NFC South. And then the NFC West, I'm tipping Seattle. You're looking at the Rams. Talk me through who makes the NFC conference, the NFC final. Who's your tip to get into the final two of the NFC? Oh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one when we're talking about. It's There's so many good teams. There's a couple of caveats on some teams here, but look, I'm going to say NFC. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, obviously. Yes. I'll put them in, and I'm going to say the Rams. Okay, well, I'm going to say Tampa and Seattle at Raymond James Stadium. I'll nominate a venue. I think Tampa will go through as the best team there. 
Um, yeah. And I think it'll be Tampa and Seattle playing at Raymond James on the on the natural grass in Florida, going back to oh, where they want. On that, I agree. I think number one seed Tampa Bay. They host they host the Rams, and Aaron okay. Donald is going to be after Tom Brady all day. That will be fascinating. So we're both on Tampa, and we're either so the NFC West will provide one of the finalists. Now the AFC is gets real interesting. I reckon I know who one of the sides Sam's going to pick will be. But it's the second one. I'm going to come down. I'm going to give Sam what I reckon Sam's going to pick these ones, everyone, and I'll hand over to him. I think he's going to pick Kansas City, and I think his final decision will come down to the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills. That's my thoughts as to where he's thinking is. Then I'll give you mine. Sam Zickman. Kansas City hosting Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns in the conference final. So Kansas City playing at Arrowhead against Cleveland. In the, in, in the AFC Conference Final. Is that right? Correct. That's what I've got. I'm going to go out on a bit of a limb because I actually have a lot of time for Buffalo. But I think it'll be Kansas City and the Cleveland Browns as well. Oh, Baker Mayfield. David, he's going to love hearing this when he listens. I'm sure he does, Baker. With our massive audience in the United States, yes. Absolutely. So we're down to five teams for the conference finals. It's Tampa, Seattle, and LA in the NFC between the jaws. We're both on Kansas City and Cleveland. Do you think it will be a Tampa and Kansas City uh, mark version two in the Super Bowl this year? Oh, I don't like to go chalk, but I do. I think that we've put them both in the conference final, but I feel like they're far and away the best two teams. Um. So I'm going to put them both back in the Super Bowl. I, I think they've both gotten better. I think the, there's been a, a couple of key moves um, that both have made. So, And obviously the, the continuity factor with, with Tom Brady will help. So, yes, I've got them both back in the Super Bowl for a second year. And the Super Bowl? David? Me? I think that Kansas City could win four or five of these things. They're that good. As for Tampa, I reckon a lot of things went right for them in the last year. I'm going to go on a bit of a limb here. I'm going to say that Seattle will get them. Okay, and I'm going to pick Kansas City and Seattle. Now, that the, the Super Bowl is being played on the 13th of February in 2022 on natural grass and indoors at the magnificent SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. So it'll be nice weather. Controlled environment on the west coast, um, and should be phenomenal. I, I think it's Kansas. As I said, I think Kansas City have been. I think Patrick Mahomes, other than for one one bloke, could have actually had three successive Super Bowl wins. Okay, but um, yeah, I, I reckon Seattle. I reckon Seattle will get in, but I, Tampa's the only side that can beat Kansas City. I don't think anybody else can. Um, but no, I just I just think Seattle. They they come at you from all angles, and they ask a lot of questions. It'll be played, you know. Just I maybe this is maybe they've reached their their peak in Tampa. Who knows? I, I maybe it'll be great, but uh, for football. But I think Mahomes might get a second ring this year. I really do. Yeah, I I, I think Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think he wins the MVP, and if it's not him, it's Justin Herbert. And I like Trey Lance for Rookie of the Year. Trey Lance. Oh, that's an interesting one. I'm going to go Rookie of the Year as Trevor Lawrence from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've got a lot of time for him. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think that he'll prove himself to be a star. 
I don't think he'll do a Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold will be done with NFL by the end of this, the, the end of this year. I just don't have faith in him. I think that the Panthers have made a bizarre move. Um, and look, there are other quarterbacks who, you know, who knows where, I think the biggest question that football's got at the moment is where's Rogers going to land? What What's he going to do? And he, he may sacrifice $30 million and that's what it is, or 35 to sit out. But I find that hard, you know, it's fascinating. Anyway, look, I've really enjoyed doing these previews with you. Thank you so much for your time. So we've got Kansas City winning, both of us. Uh, we've got one of us has got Tampa, one's got Seattle with them playing. In the, so, again, the Super Bowl is played on, in American time, Sunday the 13th of February. So, in Australia, it's actually on Valentine's morning, Sunday the, Monday the 14th of Feb. Might have to have a day off. I very rarely have a day off anymore to, to watch the Super Bowl. I might have to do it this year. I, I, hopefully, the world's back to normal. We can go and watch it at some place together. I'd love that. But, look, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real joy doing this. Um, I must admit it was Sam's idea to do this and have a preview, and it's been great fun. Thank you so much, mate. Brilliant, brilliant, David. Go and put that annual leave in now for Feb 14 and we'll find somewhere to watch it. We'll get past this COVID business and uh, we can sit down. But I'm really excited to, to get into the season. I've loved doing the preview podcast. Uh, I know that, you know, me and you will look forward to doing our weekly yes. NFL podcast. And you never know, uh, you might hear us between now and the season starting with, a, with another chat about NFL. We're looking at having our first NFL round one preview on or about the 7th or 8th of September, game one of the season. Sam Zickman must be rolling his eyes at this. Dallas away to Tampa is the first game of the season. Thursday at 40 in America. So that is Friday morning, the 10th of September in Australia. That game's at Raymond James Stadium in Florida. Um, so we'll have a preview in early September when hopefully the world's New South, the greater Sydney and Orange. And Sam, both of us have, have, have lived in Orange and spent time there. I'm sure you want to give a cheer out to everybody up there who's unfortunately in, in Orange, Blaney and Kaban in lockdown at the moment. It's a, been a tough time for them this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thoughts are with uh, everyone who is in lockdown across the country and numerous states and uh, are in it. But obviously, we, you know, Orange is obviously incredibly close to your heart, David, having been there for a long time. I've worked out there a lot and got a lot of social connections out there. So thoughts are with everyone out in Orange and Blaney and Millthorpe. It's lovely country out there. We're thinking of you all and hoping that um, that you're out of lockdown soon. And, and the same for the Central Coast and, and, and the South Coast. Hopefully, um you guys can get released soon to get out of your lockdown. And then Sydney, hopefully we can get on top of it soon and, and we can get back to doing what we love, David, which is seeing our friends and family um, playing footy, going back to work, and all those things that we should be doing. Indeed. Absolutely indeed. On behalf of uh, Sam Zickman, this is David Redden. It's been our pleasure bringing these four um, NFL previews of the different conferences. We'll catch up with you again soon, talking NFL. And again, keep an ear out. The seven, around or about the 7th or 8th of September, we'll have our week one preview. On behalf of Sam, this is David. Goodbye, everybody.